with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Where's the music? We're live. Go for it. Oh, welcome to Ghost Chronicles <laughs> uh, International. I am Ryan Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm, the un- unknown, unbelievable, and the very strange. <laughs> With me, my partner across the windy Atlantic, Steve Parsons. Yeah, good evening. We might not be here for long. <laughs> we had a power okay. cut about half an hour ago. Did you really? Yeah, power and internet went out together, but because uh, we're in the middle of Storm Agnes. Ah, we got rid of her. Yeah, well, you didn't because she's never been there. <laughs> yeah, it's just close enough. Give us a little slap and took off. No, this one came from Ophelia. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I will. It's one of her. This is Agnes is one of her daughters, and we've got her now. She's blowing about. Well. About 70s. So while we try to connect to our guest, um, I wanted to mention that cool uh, place I went to. It was was really cool. I did a, uh, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I did an investigation at uh, Wood Island Lighthouse. And it's my fourth one there. And uh, then for the the group, Friends of Portsmouth, I mean, Friends of Wood Island Lighthouse, I did a presentation uh, a little later at, at this old meeting house, which is uh, really, really cool. It's like the second oldest one in, in the U.S. I mean, it's not old compared to England standards or, or U.K. standards, but it was certainly old enough. And, uh, yeah, so it was 119 people there turned out to that little place. And I went, well. Excellent. Yeah. So, what was the subject? The uh, the results of our investigations uh, at Wood Island. Do you want so, to give some more? Well, I mean, I mean, basically, we just I just present. That, well, the, the, quite frankly, the way the evening went, and I'll give you the whole rundown since we're we're waiting for our guests, is that uh, we had the the gentleman who runs the uh, the hall there. Um, it's once again another nonprofit, and the, he spoke about the history of the hall and so forth. And then uh, I introduced uh, the historian from Wood Island Lighthouse, and he talked about Wood Island and and the tragedy there and so forth. And uh, then I went on and did my little bit. And then I had. Uh, did you do the conjuring one? With the, not the Conjuring movie, but the card tricks. No, I didn't do any card tricks. You normally do card tricks. No, not on these things. These are serious presentations, not Dining with the Dead. <laughs> oh, I always thought you did card tricks. I thought that was your standard repertoire. No, 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 no. Well, the reason, the reason I was asking you to tell us is it, it was a delaying tactic, so I can send our guest a message saying you don't appear to be online. 
I know. That's good. Uh, so anyways, yeah, so it was good. And uh, oh, yeah, after that, I had uh, because when we did the investigation, the last one we did was a daytime investigation uh, for different reasons. But uh, we spent the day there and there were uh, there were about a dozen other people, too. So it made it a little bit more difficult. And so we had uh, one of the women up there who talked about the experiences of some of the guests and so forth and yada yada and then um i also invited up uh, russ lowell who was uh the last light housekeeper and uh he came up and talked about what his life on the island including the paranormal things that occurred well he and his wife were there so it was kind of neat excellent <clears throat> yep it was long but neat <laughs> I remember we used to climb the steps every my evening and we used to have to light the lamp. I mean that's I mean this Ghost this guy he, he's blow it out. He wasn't that old. He's Russ is not that old. Uh he's he's uh, younger than me actually, so um but that's doesn't say much. Uh, but you know, he had you know he had some neat experiences there and the, the Ghost, according to him, was very mischievous, and he would do different things uh, to, you know, attract attention. Annoy him. Annoy him. <laughs> I, well, I always wonder why ghosts do those sort of things to attract attention. Is it attract yeah. attention, or would it be like me, just to annoy <clears throat> him? <laughs> yeah, probably the latter in your case. <laughs> hey, look on the bright side, because you've got Spirit Quest this coming up weekend. Yeah, and I do. And you're not going to be spending the entire week flattening your back eating oh, painkillers. Don't count me out yet. <laughs> well, never know. You only get sick when I, yeah, but you only get sick when I'm there. I don't know. I'm not feeling very well today, so uh, I can tell you that right now. But anyway, although my don't back's go, better, don't go near the beach. Although my back's better, so that I give me that. Yeah, you said that last year. Yeah. <laughs> I, fancy, I think I'll go for a bit of a walk on the beach. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting withdrawal, uh, Parsons withdrawal this this year, you know, around this time of year, starting to get that Parsons withdrawal. Oh, dear. I want to see your annoying face, but uh, it's not there. So it's like, ah, darn. Nobody to annoy. But anyway. Well, we'll have to press on, I guess. So, um, I did see the uh, speakers list that you put up for Saturday. Yeah. I guess still is not online yet. Just to give Obviously. Everybody... Yeah. Well, just to let everybody know what's happening. You know, because... Yeah. We, you see, at the moment, with Britain being under the ravages of Storm Agnes, it's mm -hmm. quite possible that they can't get online mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we're under a sort of, because we're only a small island, relatively speaking, and this is yeah. a fairly big storm. Um, it is covering most of the UK. Mm. And as it sort of tracks its way north, we had the brunt of it. Well, we're still in it now, but I guess the worst of it's starting to move north now. So there you go. Perhaps, anyway. perhaps they're not going to get online tonight. Anyway, uh, whether it is, we'll carry on. Uh, you know, I, I did it this morning. I, I did an interview 
uh, for a, a local, the town actually, it was a town of Dragon, and uh, they selected me as business of the month. Of course, it's Halloween, why not, right? <laughs> and uh, so I was doing an interview, and during the interview, I kind of like was listening to myself, and I just can't believe how much of like got that Parsons influence in me. Uh, you know, so what, much. You're learning to speak properly, you mean? No, no, not even close to that. <laughs> uh, you know, and a lot. Do, of... and do you ha have you developed the Downton Abbey accent? Oh, I don't have any accent. I can't even speak English. Never mind English, English, or any other kind of language. Because right. I always say I'm I'm equally. Uh... You know, it's interesting. It's interesting because um, I'd arranged tonight's guest, not knowing, of course, that we had a storm brewing, but. Right. Uh, when I send them the email, I always say, uh, you know, tell them how to make sure they've got the Skype sorted out and what time to be online, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And uh, then I always end by apologizing for, for me? your ability to screw up their names. Well, you're such a kindy. And used to do that, too. So, But anyways, uh, yeah, so I was kind of interested. This, this guest we were supposed to have was about the, the most haunted house in England. <laughs> Well, that was the title. It's all about Chicksands, uh, which was a former military base. Oh. Uh, established in the 1930s, uh, was originally a Royal Air Force establishment. Oh. Then la latterly, it transferred through the 1950s to the 1990s um, to the United States Air Force. Hmm. Um I believe it was a non-flying, a, a limited flying base for the United States Air Force. Uh, its primary function has always been defense intelligence, and that's what its current role is since the Americans uh, were evicted in 1996. Um, Did you say evicted? Yeah, we got one. Okay. okay. Um, Just clear. It was, be clear. <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was, um, still is, being used by the Ministry of Defence for joint intelligence training and um, you know, for all three branches of the military and the UK civil service. So that's where all the sort of, uh, I guess, the spies go to school. Its, ma its main function is signals intelligence, so electronic eavesdropping and all that, that sort, sort of, of thing. Stuff. So yeah. that's what happens. But it was based around, a, I believe, a 12th century priory. Um, which was, uh, I don't know if the, we'd have to ask our guest or read his book, uh, the most, uh, which is all about um, Chicksands. Um, because I, I'm, I don't know what the ghosts are. Um, if I'm honest, it could be dating something to do with the 12th century priory. It could have something to do with World War II. That's true. Um, it could have something to do with the United States Air Force. There was um, an aircraft accident there. Um, I think it was the base commander who, who crashed the plane. No, um, I had to leave a mark. Uh, both in his underwear and on the runway, I understand. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll, 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 the storm will abate and we'll get our guests. If not, we'll try and get them back another day. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's a shame. Uh, it's funny. We had uh, my guest uh, after yesterday's last week's show. Uh, she was on the line. We'd be talking. All of a sudden, the call would get dropped. <laughs> it's 
so it was like it just kept doing it all night long so we had to stop the show and i ended up uh, not doing the first half of the show luckily i had a guest for the second half of the show but uh, i'm still trying to rebook her but uh yeah technology is is great but it's also a pain in the ass at times well it's great when it works um yeah fair enough the, the problem is most i mean to be fair, most of the UK, we have our power and internet connected, uh, connections are run underground. So we oh, don't that's tend, cool. so they're not, they don't tend to be, the majority of them aren't affected by mm-hmm. adverse weather. However, we live in a rural country area, quite exposed, and our power cables and internet telephone cables run above ground. Ah, on poles a bit like the american system so it does mean that when the wind gets up if a if a pole gets blown over or a tree gets blown across the the wires everything goes dark and everything goes very quiet very quickly mm-hmm. and uh it's we had a, we had a short power cut earlier about 4 p.m so about uh what four or five hours ago and then we had one about a half hour before um well, it went, the power was restored about a half hour before we went to her. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, in, entirely random. The what's what's the longest you were ever out with power in, 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 at your house? Uh, at, this, at this house, about two days. Two days? So that's a good, good little haul. Um, that's not bad. I mean, we do have, because we live, you know, out in the sticks, we do have um, some backup in the form of, you know, we can heat and we can eat. Um, that works. <laughs> and it works. The trouble, I mean, we have we have all our heating is done by, and mostly done, and hot water is done by oil, which is great, you would imagine, if the power goes out, except that the boiler runs on electricity. That's true, too. <laughs> so that doesn't work. But we do have, we do have an ability, you know, we can survive. For a, a day or two. Yeah. Uh, but it's surprising how power, long. We lost power for four days one time. And I'll tell you, it might, you you've been to the Love Shack before. You know, it's a small house. And uh, I had done an investigation. It, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it's like Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's... Uh, we had done this investigation in this uh, mill that was a closed mill in, in, out in Western Mass, and it happened to be on the coldest day of the year one time. And that, that was one cold-ass investigation. And we had one room in this whole mill that we had closed off, and I had to, I bought this little uh, propane heater. And that thing worked great. It kept that room warm. In fact, uh, the people that we... Uh, did the investigation for also had one, so it was even perfect. But anyway, I, 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 I know I know that propane heater because you used it last year when you propped yourself up in the lighthouse keeper's shack. In pain, in pain, and but held cold. Yeah. It held my it held my uh, house, you know, fairly warm. Uh, it was in the 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 high sixties, so you know it wasn't seventy, but it was it was nice. And, you just uh, reminded me. I mean, obviously, you know. Uh, we investigate regardless of the season. Yeah. And uh, but I'm reminded um, of an event we did. It was a public access event, raising mm-hmm. money for Pembroke Castle. Oh, and cool. this must be getting on for a decade ago now. And uh, the night started off quite balmy. It was a, a fall night, 
and it started off quite balmy. Um, you know, it was it was probably in the in the low sixties, and uh, then the clouds parted and the moon came out, mm-hmm. and it was the fastest freeze I have, think I've ever seen. It was like a scene from the day after tomorrow or whatever. Really? Yes. Yeah, literally. Uh, within a half hour, there was a layer of ice over everything. Oh my gosh. I've never seen anything like that before, but apparently we learned afterwards that a weather front had also passed through, which is oh, really like a cold front slid through. Yeah. And the temperature dropped to, I think it was about, well, we, we're unique in Britain. In the summer, we measure our temperature, or when it's warm, we measure it in Fahrenheit because it seems warmer. And in the winter, and in the winter, we measure it in Celsius because it seems colder. So we went from the 60s Fahrenheit to about minus two Celsius in about a half hour. You know, I, I give you guys credit for that because it's it's difficult. Americans uh, could never do that. They, they can't. I mean, we're supposed to turn over. Uh, I think in 1990 or 99 or whatever it was, we were supposed to go with go metric. And in fact, I owned a business at that time. We were all selling all kinds of metric stuff. But uh, yeah, it never caught on. <laughs> well, we we, we kind of use, I mean, our, our measuring systems over here, because we, we switch back and forward between imperial and metric. Right. Um, so, for example, we buy gasoline in litres and mm-hmm. we measure our... Uh, consumption of gasoline in miles per gallon. Oh, that's funny. We, and you often hear um, when people are describing or when they're in a, like Home Depot or, um, you know, one of these stores, they'll go in and they'll say, uh, yeah, we need some some wood for the flooring or mm-hmm. or for the, for the, you know, for the room. And we say, well, what are the dimensions? They say, oh, it's uh, six foot by eight foot by three meters high. <laughs> <laughs> and we you know and they understand that too right oh yeah we all understand it that's pretty cool that is cool you know i mean the the young it's quite surprising actually the boys are fully metric hmm. um you know their generation are now virtually fully metric oh. but metric's a better of, system no offense to americans well, it, 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 it is because everything's easier to understand, yeah, but easy to break down and easy to divide. <laughs> yeah, but, but what you do, what you end up doing when you're my generation is somebody says, Oh, it's 25 um, meters, and you say, Yeah, that's about 25 yards, that's about 75 feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually 26 point or 27 point something, yeah. There, but... yeah. I mean, we're close, we, like your metric, your, your meter stick and our yard stick are, are very close to size-wise. It's, well, it's the, American, the American gallon is different than the British, because the American imperial system is different than the British imperial system. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, your mile is different, your gallon is different. We don't have We don't have quartz. Oh. Well, we did, we do, but nobody ever mentions them. You know, they're, okay. they're like they're like the sort of um, weird cousin that nobody ever talks about. We buy our milk in two and four pints, 
Well, actually, we buy oh, our so milk in pints, or <laughs> I'll have a pint of milk, or uh, oh no, just give me a five litre bottle. Huh. <laughs> All right, that's totally confusing. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, wait till you come down to things like sugar. <laughs> but, you know, we were talking about, uh, I was talking about the cold, and you mentioned it too about investigation. That, uh, and that investigation we did the coldest day of the year and at that old mill, which is unbelievable. I mean, so cold. If we had a cold spot, we wouldn't even notice it. Uh, but that I whole. Remember, I remember the, uh, the, the cruising round. Uh, um, that was damn harbor. cold, too. Yeah, what's with Tom? In the gondola. Yeah, they're doing that Friday, too. Uh, that was the but, first time I've ever seen icebergs. <laughs> but, you know, that whole month that, that we did a bunch of investigations. We did the uh, jail, Charlestown Jail, uh, which had no heat and it was, it was cold. We did this, this uh, old speakeasy up in way to God's Heaven in New Hampshire, and it was totally freezing there. And it was like one, two, three, four. Invest- oh, then we did the uh, Victorian Mansion, which absolutely had no heat in the place. In fact, Dan and I slept there. We slept in the same room, but it was so cold we had to go outside to get warm. <laughs> it, I mean, we, you know, it, it just was so freaking cold. Uh, and I, no fun, is it? Oh, not when it's like that. People think, yeah, yeah, that's fun. It's like uh, I don't think so. That's no, cold. not 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 sitting there wearing twenty three layers of. Um clothes and then yeah, every time you every time you breathe out you think there's a misty apparition walking past yeah exactly that's you know that's that's you know your false shots on it on photographs and stuff and that's yeah. yeah yeah but uh yeah i mean it, it was extremely cold and it, and uh for me i don't do tons of clothing so uh yeah it makes me even cold and i get chilled to the bone it takes me days to warm out um but Investigating coal is is its own, you know, it's unique compared to like in normal weather or even a warmer weather, don't you think? I I do. Uh, yeah, apparently, um, from our guest, um, they are connected, and they don't understand why it's not working. Um, but I think they've given up and gone to bed. Really. Uh, now I think they have, yeah. Um, so just you and me, I guess. Well, okay, that solves that problem. <clears throat> no, that's a shame. We will rearrange it then. Okay. Yeah, make sure we test test it with them before you go. If you actually, if you Skype to them before you go, you could have just added them, and then it would have been easier. Uh, well, it would, but remember, we didn't have internet connection for some hours earlier. That's true too. Fair enough. No, I mean, I mean, no, ahead, I mean of t- ahead of time, you'll have them I don't, in, yeah, but we, in your we, system. Yeah, but we've never had this problem before. Ordinarily, you know, you no. give, you get the Skype stuff. And, I blame Biden. What? I blame Biden. Why? He's done nothing. Well, he's got to blame somebody. He's the latest president. Well, he certainly hasn't been to the southern border, has he? <laughs> There was a cat. There was a cartoon, and, and I, I liked it. And you can apply it to any country, really. <laughs> and uh, it shows like uh, aliens coming down, and they said uh, to to the inhabitants of Earth, they take me to your leader, and the, and the inhabitants say, only if you take them back with you. <laughs> <laughs> you can have ours. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Everybody, you can apply that to any country. Nobody <laughs> likes their leaders. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not popular in, in Wales either at the moment because of the 20 mile an hour speed limit. I was overtaken today by a dog. Oh, really? Was it a yeah. ghost dog or a real dog? Oh, it was a real dog. It blew past me. In fact, <clears throat> the, the wind speed in Wales is currently four times the national driving speed. Oh, they can't have that. Which means if you turn the wrong way down the road, you go backwards. Hey, that would make sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, well, I, guess, they... I guess you kind of would, wouldn't you? If you were doing 20 miles an hour in an mm -hmm. 80 mile an hour wind, you know, straight into an 80 mile an hour wind, would you, you go would... backwards at 60 miles an hour or would your car just stop? Or would you actually, because the, the window for the car would be doing 100 miles an hour. Oh, see, that's, that's the problem is, is that you're pushing your car, it, when you, you uh, engage it, you're pushing the speed limit that you want. So the car will rev its engine, move its tires. Yeah, you'd have to, to, yeah. So would you have to drive at 100 miles an hour to do 20 in an 80 mile an hour headwind? It's very possible. I'm not sure the the ratio depends on a lot of different <laughs> things. The uh, you know wind friction and all that stuff. Is you wouldn't, but mm. but the but the wind speed over the body of the car would be doing 100 miles an hour. Yeah, so you're going yeah. into 100 uh, wind and going over. I mean, you would yeah, you're definitely going be into an 80 mile an hour. It's yeah, physics. I mean, basic yeah. physics. I know, yeah, but I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying you would, yeah, okay, whatever. But you would use... Depends, depends on a lot of things, resistance and everything else. Well, and yeah, but it would be like driving up a steep hill. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Most definitely. You can do that in, in any car right now if you're in a, a windstorm and you can definitely feel it. I mean, yeah, you can definitely uh, feel how a car has to work harder to maintain the speed you want or even to get to the speed you want because of the thing. Oh, we got to take a break. Well, anyways, uh, you have been listening to Ghost, maybe Ghost Chronicles International right here we on Tojinet. Might be. Toji Net Tojine Radio and wherever good podcasts play. Go to I, can't, I can't even talk. And wherever <laughs> good podcasts go to die. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom 286 Merrimack Street with Dewan, Massachusetts, the Glant Messy Family Law Group. 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. And if you haven't become a member, uh, you should. There's a lot of exclusive material there and, and different stuff we posted. I just posted one on exorcisms that I have attended. <laughs> so we'll be right back after the following messages right here on Toji Net Radio. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? 
then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. back but if you are and you still here <laughs> yeah shaking the noise out your ears this is the second half of the first half of tonight's two hour ghost chronicles <laughs> screwed up edition the guest, edition. <laughs> the guest was online but we couldn't see him and uh, then he went to bed and then he went to bed there you go. And, then the, and then the sound went there you go. You said we sound good, so that's the good thing. It's only the clips that were messed up. So yeah, no, we can't edit. You you can't edit them out because we'll sound daft then talking about clips, the sound clips being messed up. This is true. This is absolutely true. But People anyway, think, yeah, no, leave them in. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mentioned earlier about spirit quests and some yeah. Of the stuff stuff we're doing there and uh one of the things we're doing is uh glass swirling which is you know quite quite the fun thing to do i don't know if it has any validity but it's a form of divination and uh we came up with a new table uh my new um what is she daughter-in-law uh actually painted it for me so we got it all snazzy and Got all kinds of letters and numbers and all kinds of weird things on it, questions and words. So yeah, it's going to be fun. It'll be uh, a uh, glass swirling workshop. So I'm excited about that. So I mean, I we honestly, Steve, I never heard of glass swirling until I met the uh, Victorians. I met Haunted Devon. Yeah, I know Victorians. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they they introduced me to it. It was the first time I ever ever did it. Uh, so it was the, the the British that that corrupted me. So there you go. Well, you, I mean, we can't take blame, blame the Victorians, isn't it? I mean, they came yeah. up with it. Was actually cheapskates who couldn't afford Ouija boards. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, it's like um, well, we can't afford Martha. We can't afford a Ouija board. I'll just 
swirl it around the table. And Actually, they used the Ouija it. because they couldn't afford the mediums. <laughs> That's true enough. <laughs> so it was one after the other. <laughs> but, we, uh, we haven't really touched on the um, the but, Ouija board for a long time, have we? And the it, it's uh, the kind of weird history. I'm doing a, uh, a workshop on Sunday at Spiracross, actually, on, on Sunday on the Ouija board. Oh, yeah. and I've, got, I've got the weekend off because nobody wanted me. So You should have came over here. It's not my fault. Uh, but anyways, well, part, of the, part, of, part of the workshop, we have a newly designed planchette that everybody gets the cake. What's new about it? I personally designed it. Yeah, but what's new about it? It's cool is it a new shape is it square it's a new shape it's round it's round been done before uh, 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 been done before. Uh, have a word with ann kerrigan she she should i think she's got a set with a round project i know i have and i think she's got the same one it's not it's not like mine though see you don't you don't listen what, you say, oh, ah, I, I always got i got this i got you that. said you don't it's really round so I'm guessing. You asked me like, about the shape. I told you it was round, but it's more than what's on the planchette. Oh, anybody can draw stuff on a planchette. Oh. That doesn't count. Yes, it I've does. Seen them with, I've seen them. I've seen planchettes with paranormal teams' names on them. Yeah, well, I don't have any of that. I just have cool stuff. So there you I, go. You know what? I. It, I you would have got you said, one if you were here. So that's all. You just well, tell I, us. Well, I dodged a bullet there then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have been. That would have been one of your trusted things. It would have hung on your wall like the snowman I gave you. The snowman hangs on our wall every Christmas. There you go. <laughs> but no, I mean, I thought you know, for a moment there was a ray of light and a ray of hope when you said that the planchette was round. I thought it's going to be a ball. That would be nice, but no. Didn't think of that, did you? What ball? Yeah. Yeah, it's they have those. Thought. They have those. Spherical planchette. Yeah, they have those. And then you can issue the... Um, they have the different letters on the, on the ball, so it rolls up and it gives no, you... No, you just have a ball, like a like a billiard ball, and it oh. sort of rolls around over the letters. And then you issue everybody with a blowpipe. And it becomes a game <laughs> of blow... We, you know, like, do you remember, did you used to play blow football at school? Or as a kid? No, no. Well, well you just put... The football, the, the little plastic lightweight football. It's a tabletop version of, and then you each each end you have like a blowpipe and you blow the ball backwards and forwards. Huh. So you no, could do have, that. We have electronic foot, football, which was you could vibrant. you could invite the spirits to blow through the blowpipe and move the ball around the letters on the table. Yeah, but you know, I, I it would it would impress some of them. I don't know. It would. I don't you, I can guarantee you there would be people who would believe that it was spirits that were doing it. I probably would be. I I love that line from uh, Downton Abbey when they're in the kitchen doing the Ouija board and the, the cooks in there, and they said, "Okay, break that out nonsense up." And anyway, then the maid says to, her, "Oh, don't you believe in the the spirits?" She's, and the cook says, "Yeah, I believe in the spirits. I just don't believe they play games." <laughs> That was a riot. That would crack me up. It's one of my favorite, actually, from the whole show. It's it's something that we don't. It's in, it's it's an unusual piece of equipment because we don't have it on sale in the UK in the 
Toysols or the high Why? 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 Because, because I don't know why. Um, you don't see them. You, I qualify that. You very occasionally see them in some gift stores around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but ordinarily, they are not something you would find in stores. Um, you'd have to go to Amazon or eBay in order hmm. to get one. Interesting. But if you go to the States, as you know, as I've walked through the mall and there is a store in most malls where you can buy, if you want one, a Hasbro Ouija board. Sure. Um, there were tons of them sold in Toys R Us. Exactly. Hmm. But what, but, Child but, world. but, and this is the strange bit. In the UK, they are incredibly popular during paranormal investigations. You'll find that most groups will have one or use one, hmm. or one of the or, you know, witch boards, talking boards, Ouija boards. They're all much, you know, they're all yeah, spirit boards, bombs of divination. But, but almost every group, eight out of ten groups, um, and possibly higher than that, will have one and will use one routinely. Whereas they're a lot less common in america during investigations yeah a lot of places don't even allow them and and what you're exactly i mean it's just weird isn't it you can buy it's them strange. in toys r us but you can't use them and over here we can't buy them but we all want to use them we had a pink one a bobby one that came in a little case and for little girls um, no my daughter's got it one i have i brought I, I brought her one back oh yeah because it was just so tacky. Tacky, that's fun. It even has questions that you can answer. The boy can answer, excuse me. Yeah, but the trouble is the spirit's name was always Ken. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, hey, yeah, I, mean, I, I got that supernatural one for her. Uh, I've got, I'll tell you what I have got. Remember uh, the, the show Supernatural? She, yeah, when you were over here, yeah, you said you wanted one and yeah. She's yeah. got that one. She's got, uh, she's obviously got, you know, an authentic um, fold. Um, but there's one, you, you know, because you've got a few as well, and I've got a small collection of them, mm-hmm. um, one of which is reputedly haunted. But <laughs> um, as it is, apparently it's this particular one came from the USA. It's... Um, got some stuff on the back of it mm. maybe save that for another day but um one of the ones i do have well we're do not you, doing anything if you want to talk about it now feel free well do you remember there was a spoof mcdonald's um ouija, ouija board, board in the in the in the uh the kit there the kids kit what do they call it in the kids, happy meal, in the, happy happy meal. meal. do you yes. remember it? but but it turned out to be a spoof yes yes too bad i thought it was a great idea well <laughs> They actually, another company actually made, uh, I think it was 50 or 100 of them. Really? Complete with the Happy Meal box. Ah, so cute. And they were very, very hard to find, but I managed to find one. I would imagine. You did? Um, of course you did. Yeah, you like Of course I did. You have a nose for that shit. Uh, I was just right place, right time. Yeah. Hey, um, completely unconnected to the Ouija board. And Why completely not? unconnected to New England. Or anything we're a, talking about. 
I found another crying boy the other day. Get out of here. Yeah. You bastard. I didn't buy it, though. Yeah, well, I know you have one, so why buy another one? Well, that's just chan- oh, that's pushing your luck, isn't it? What I'm after, though, if anybody does have one, is the crying girl. Because there was a crying girl. Yeah. Um, the crying girl doesn't start fires, but apparently, uh, because the artist did, I mean, there was there were dozens of Yeah, he, he was a, re- a real painter. He painted a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there was um, a pair to the famous crying boy, which was a girl, the crying girl. And apparently, mm-hmm. according to the story, if you have a crying boy, in order to prevent anything unfortunate happening, oh, you have to have the crying girl. Oh, there you go. That makes sense. Totally sense. See? Salesmanship. Marketing. Yeah, excellent choice. Yeah. But, but the crying girls are really hard to find. Hmm. Um, I've not even seen one. Uh, for sale on. I'll keep my uh, eyes out for it. If I buy it, I'll buy it, and then I'll show you, send you a picture. Say, oh, geez, I'd love to send it to you, but it's too expensive, Steve. Or I could cut it up and make a puzzle out of it for you. I could do that, like you did to me with the crying boy. Oh, do you know what? I should. Now I'm kicking myself. I should have got this other crying boy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have made the jigsaw. Yeah, I know. That's, uh, there you go. I knew that was coming. <laughs> In fact, that's going to be my 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 mission. Get another because I think it's still for sale because it wasn't at a boot sale, thrift store. Oh. It was it was actually in an antique store. Oh well, they want big bucks for it there. Then no, sure. they didn't. No, no, um, no. It wasn't expected. It was a little I bit think... scuffed up around the edges, but yeah, who cares? For a jigsaw, it would have been fine. Yeah, for anything, it's fine. And, you know, by making a jigsaw, of course, it goes into a small package. There you go. And becomes affordable. And then you can all you've got to do is piece it back together at the other end. Oh, yeah, so sweet. I wanted to ask you something anyway. I was going to save it for another time, but I'll ask you today. Why, because you're across... a guest. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not my fault. Anyways. Um, mine either. I know, I know. Uh, so any, yeah, what is this with the Britons? We had a Scottish just one time. He says, Oh, it's past my bedtime, I don't want to do it after agreeing to everything and all that. And then he's, Oh, I don't want to That's do no it. There's no way to talk about Stephen Scott. What's so, yeah, he, I know. Has helped, he has helped you out so many times. Oh, he has. He just, if I need something, he does it. But, uh, yeah, so your guy says, like, Oh, I'm going to bed. And it's like, What? What? What's the matter with you people? <laughs> anyway, well, the thing is, I mean, I, on behalf of the British people, yes, please do. We don't stay up very late, particularly, you know, elderly. Well, <laughs> particularly when it's midweek and people have to get up because we have to get up at stupidly early times in the mornings to get oh. to work or get the kids. Yeah, because you have to go twenty miles an hour. Because we have to drive twenty miles an hour, <laughs> so we're all getting up even earlier now. So we have to go to bed even earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, ordinarily we'd have been in bed by seven pm. Yeah. So. Here's what I wanted to ask you. Anyways, I saw this thing, and I think I vaguely remember from before, but you, 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 I bet you you know it. It's the Haunted Footprints of Devon. The Devil's Footprints? Yes. Oh, yeah. Don't so, supposedly these... these they one appeared year, after a snowstorm. Yeah, for, for they went for miles and miles and miles, right? 
according to the legend, they went for tens of miles across the countryside. Yeah. Yeah. One, one of them, I said 100 miles. I was like, what? So I wanted to ask you about it. I mean, so you have heard of it. It, it, it oh, is it a, a legend. Well, it melted, so you know, there's not really much surviving Proof, evidence yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you know what happened? What, what date around? Well, I mean, around, around. I believe it was 17th or 18th century. Okay, so really early. Um, yeah. So, well, not really, really early, but early enough. Well, could, really could, early for us. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I think it may have been before your country existed. Okay. Um, but there was a big blizzard, and when the blizzard cleared the next morning across the countryside and this is the this is the bit where it, you do start to question it because r across the countryside stretching for tens of miles yeah like i said one report i heard a hundred miles so i don't you know were yeah. these weird footprints um mm. which have been which are described in different ways some like like a giant cockerel um or chicken foot and others like a horse's hoof, mm -hmm. and they were attributed to the devil. Now, the problem with that legend, story, folklore, account, is that uh, because they went across fields and uh, yeah, across over, hillsides and over will, walls, through this and that, and that exactly. Yeah. yeah. Our population was, uh, and the area in which they were reported was predominantly open farmland um, mm -hmm. and quite remote from the big cities of London and Bristol. Mm -hmm. um, so who reported it and how did they join all the dots up? Well, it could have been one person that, you know, that did it. Or, you know, they went to the pub and says, you're not going to believe what I saw last night. I had all these footprints that ran all across my fields. And another farmer said, well, you know, that's the same thing. And then, uh, and then they all like played past the, past the footprints. Yeah, kind of thing. And, you see, that's uh, the problem with it. If it had said it went for a couple of miles or... You know, something, but you know, I mean, we, we weren't there, so we'll never know. That's the, the no, we line. weren't there, but it, it yeah. does it does strike me as more of a church based apocryphal tale about something or other. You know, a preacher went up and you, you know, or, or somebody to scare the bejesus out of the population for some <laughs> reason, send them all back to church again, heathens. Um, so. I've always taken that one with a bit of a pinch of salt, but it's in yeah, all of the it's right. in all of the books. You know, it's one of those. You know, if you if you read a book about the folklore and mythology of the British Isles, the Devil's mm -hmm. Footprints is in most of them. Yeah, I mean, we I actually talked about that in my interview that a lot of what you is reported and everything is reported according to your own personal beliefs. You know, if you don't believe in something, then you're going to like rationalize it away. If you do believe in something, then uh, then you're gonna, you know, say, oh, this is the evidence, this is proof, or whatever. So it's it's goes to us, and that's where it's, you know. So I mean, it's like, um, you know, well, it's like it's like Joe Nickel was sitting on, a, and you and I went out somewhere, or you and Joe Nickel went out somewhere. You might see something entirely different. You might be open and minded enough to say, okay, I know that's not this because I have a science background and, and measuring things and. You know, and Joe Nichols say, well, you know, I come up with some preposterous thing <laughs> like like Karen O'Keefe did with the uh, supersonic Fly. budgie. <laughs> Fly. 
fly? Was it a fly? It was yeah, a supersonic he, fly. He told me budgie when he was over here. I don't see how that was even possible. I don't know. That's what he told me. I think you just must have misheard him. I can't. I've never heard that word in my life before. <laughs> anyway, what is it? What is a budgie? Uh, well, I think in America you call it a parakeet. A what parakeet? I think so. Oh, it's, a, okay. it's a small member of the parrot family. Okay, whatever. But it's called it, it's a budgerigar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I, I get a vaguely associated yeah. with that. Now I understand that. Yeah. But anyways, so you come up with a ridiculous uh, explanation because it goes through your beliefs, and that's what you think. So it could, I, actually. Um, could have been a giant budgerigar. A, a giant what? Budgerigar. Yeah, okay. Walking across the fields. Uh, could be aliens. Could be aliens. Oh, well they're, well, they're back in the news, back here in the UK, not wanting to be left out. Um, if you recall, because UFO um, videos are now really catching on on social oh, media. Oh, they're all over the place. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I blame... Congress. But um, as you know, I live in West Wales, which was home to the notorious West Wales UFO outbreak in the Ooh. 70s. Uh, the, and it was called the David Triangle, the David Enigma, the Devil's Triangle. It's been given all manner of names. Yeah. And there were, over a, a one year period, there were several hundred sightings, uh, mm. including CE3Ks and CE4K sightings. Uh, which is close encounters of the third and fourth kind, yeah, and people out here were, were, you know, we people were making, you know, sort of volcanoes out of mashed potato. And uh, anyway, <clears throat> the BBC and uh, I think Netflix, uh, no, the BBC are doing a series of uh, paranormal podcasts, and uh, next up. Is Broadhaven and the David Triangle? Ooh, what was oh, the yeah. place that uh, that uh, Nick Pope was involved with? There's a uh, famous R one, R Rendlesham Forest. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that was the United States Air Force Base at Bentwaters in Suffolk. Yeah, and uh, over the Christmas holiday period, uh, they saw lights in the forest which surrounds the U.S. Air Force Base, which is now closed. And the base commander, Charles, Charles, something <laughs> anyway, he, he went out on a, um, he apparently, uh, some of the airmen saw this object land and, uh, in the forest and went up to it. Uh, the good colonel, the base commander made a, an audio recording describing the situation as they were searching the woods for which, and he's now on the UFO circuit, mm. along with uh, one of the CDs. I know Nick, Nick was there. He's he was involved in that. Now he's a big wheel. And, well, uh, he wasn't there because, but he he was at the time apparently uh, in the military. No, he was a civilian, uh, but working for the Ministry of Defense. In the okay, military. that's what it is. Yeah, all right. That's, I knew it. I could remember. I haven't had talked to him for a long, long, long time since he was on the show with Richard Felix. That's how long it's been. But uh, yeah, so he now he's running around with uh, the guy, the Sahakonian, and uh, you know the one. Well, with the you know, he's, he's made a career out of it. Yeah, yeah. 
try to get him back on the show. But there isn't a UFO convention um, that Nick Pope doesn't attend. Yeah, and uh, big money. We're in the wrong field, Steve. I keep telling you that. Well, there's no money in ghost hunting. There never has been. Always yeah. an update. Our, our Met Office are just giving us an update as we speak on Agnes. Ah, good. Yeah, we're we're through the worst of it. We're dropping into the 60s for the win now. Mm. Watch out, Scotland, cool. the Isle of Man. Stephen Scott will be getting battered. Mm. Any playing cows while you were there? Any what? No. no. Why were not playing cows? It's dark. We wouldn't know. Oh. I think the wheelie bin moved earlier. Ooh. Oh, oh! So I spent the day um, working on Paravision and uh, oiling the gut one of the gun stocks. Wow! So you still that got got that going on, huh? Oh yeah. Well, they have to be oiled. Mm. And then up on social media, up popped this picture of three old men outside Logan Terminal E. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, all right. So we uh, getting down towards the end of the show. Anything you'd like to have? You got any events coming up? You want to uh, tune in on? Uh, oh, I forgot the date. It's October the sixteenth. Oh BBC BBC two. Oh. Um. Find out what I was doing in the summer. Mm. And. Uh, Nope, that's about it, really. Because everything else is now, well, we've got Halloween later, but we've yeah. got, you know, a lot of it getting kind of busy in November for some strange reason. In the what? November. That's getting busy. Oh, good. Yeah. Day With, of the Dead um, all that stuff. Uh, well, there's quite a few conferences seem to be in November this year mm. instead of, you know, earlier in the year. Yeah. So that's a bit strange, but apart from that, no cracking on with Paravision. Got to have this. Got to have the manuscript done by the end of uh, December. So that needs a bit of um, input, but mm-hmm. not from me because mine's mostly finished, as you know. As I know, as you always are. You're such a right on target. Yeah, and uh, if anybody wants uh, a presentation, there was a great one that was um, done for. Oh, it's not being done now. Yeah, which you never told me the title of, so I don't really think it exists. Because I was going to put it on my paranormal study group, but um, yeah, somebody nobody told me the title, so I said he hasn't got this done. It doesn't exist. He just... so it's called the most haunted house in the world. Oh, really? Is it Mayan? No, it's not Mayan. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have All to right. time it. I'll, I'll, I am doing it for ASAP later in the month, but um, I'll time it then and then I'll be able to give you the exact timing for the study group. All right, fine. Anyway. Because I don't know how long it lasts. Well, that's not my fault. Well, I didn't do need to time it because I wasn't doing it, so I didn't do the final stages. You don't have is... the time in anyways. That's the cool thing about paranormal study group is, is you have the flexibility. You know, yes. I, you know, the same with the other ones. People always want Q&A, you know. Yeah, well, we'll see. But, yeah, we can definitely do it. That's not an issue. Mm. Already said it. It just wouldn't work for dining with the dead, right? Because it's right. not funny. Yeah. So, anyways, we got the two-minute warning, and Val is trying to connect me. Uh, Val Ventura is my next guest, and 
she'll we'll be have on. To get Marla, we'll have to get Marla on as well at some point. We haven't done one with Marla for a long time. I just did a, I just did a show last... I uh, mean a three-way you, me, and Marla. Excuse me? I'm married. <laughs> oh, we got to go. You've been listening to Ghost I'm Chronicles. I'm anything. I know. You better not. She's sitting right there with you. <laughs> You're listening to Ghost Chronicles. Uh, you have been. International with Steve Passon and Ron Kolick right here on Tojanet. And you can listen. We're all good podcast podcast go to die go to die yes that, that should be our uh that should that, that, that actually that, that should be our tagline yeah tagline yeah available so, we're all good podcasts go to die yeah there you go i like it i'm in for it all right so anyways uh brought to you by a whole bunch of people uh check out my, my website anyghostproject.com anyghostproject.com stay tuned for ghost chronicles next generation my special guest bala mentor as we talk all things bizarre. She's one of my favorite people to have on, too. All right. Good night, everyone. God bless. Good night. God bless. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.